0: Welcome to our Republic Day special, Young India, Powerful India. Couldn't think of a better person to have on this than the incredible Afro Shah. He's an international sensation because he has really gone out of his skin to uh, organize the largest beach cleanup in the world ladies and gentlemen the environment honor that has been bestowed upon him is no mere honor it's the united nations champion of the earth which is an equivalent to the nobel prize and we're so so proud of him afro shah wonderful to see you and uh, might I add a resplendent shirt and lovely books (laughs) from the law happy republic day first and foremost
1: very happy republic day to you and to everybody who's listening thank you Rishikesh. by the way these uh, words are so generous i hope i don't have a dislocated shoulder by the end of the show. Uh, it's our bit for the country. That's all I can say. This journey is about doing our bit for Mother Nature and our
0: country. I want you to talk about the circular economy that you mention very, very often. It's very important, especially for the youth of this country who are listening yeah. to this or watching this.
1: Let me explain in one word what circular economy is. It means how to reduce your garbage. See, we humans are the only species who produce garbage which are non biodegradable We have plastic packaging and other things which come. Now, you will tell me after uh, it's okay, we have a lifestyle life of convenience to go on. But this planet can't handle it. Let us be honest to ourselves. This planet, this ocean, this forest, this lake, this river can't handle your packaging. And hence, you have to reduce garbage. That's one aspect of it. Then once you've got plastic in your life or garbage, how do you handle it? So circular economy in one word means to reduce your garbage. And this, this word circular economy is not only at the consumer stage. We misunderstand it. You know, we think, oh, we go and buy it. It's at the stage of when the designing takes place, Okay, When you sit to make a product and how do you package it? Say, the you know, a, a chocolate, a biscuit. Those packagings, surprisingly, are completely non-recyclable at this point of time and they create problem. How do you reduce garbage? Like was same, Rishike, you was saying same, when you buy a toothbrush, you have a plastic inside and then over that, a paper packing. I mean, it baffles you. Why do you have three, three, four, four layers? Like today morning, I was... Uh, Getting my medicine for my mom. No, she she's a little down under the weather. And when you call for the medicine, especially if you're giving her Ayurvedic medicine, they have three layers. Now you say you're a naturopath, you say Ayurveda. Why do you have three layers? So that journey is not only at the consumer stage, but what you do at the designing stage, companies must come forward and say that we'll reduce packaging by this much. And then when you get it in your life, how do you so that's about circularity? You reduce your garbage, you must have a zero garbage life. Like my house Rishike, is completely zero garbage. I mean, I have practiced it for years. One. of course you get one odd plastic one odd this which you must then recycle. otherwise we'll keep on generating you we'll keep on generating and sending it into the ocean lake river or to the landfill the choice has to be made
0: by you. i follow you on social media so i knew exactly the very day that you got back on the ground post the first phase of lockdown which was june but yeah. uh, you know mr anand mahindra himself you know commented on it you had a retweet and things like that it couldn't have been easy post the phase of total lockdown to get on the ground because people would be a little loath to come and assist you as a it is It's a movement you've built over the years, but yes. after a phase like this, to get normalcy back in the beach clean, how successful have you been at that?
1: Let me tell you on a personal note. I was a little rusted myself because you know during pandemic I was on the field with the migrant workers, uh, three four months of backbreaking work, and then I decided that I must go to the beach and start the cleanup at least, and then probably go for training program because till that time those uh, rules and regulation which governed our conduct in pandemic had not relaxed. So I continued uh, with cleanups. I started in June. And uh, the idea was to tell people it's okay if you wear your mask and do social distance and step out. Of course, taking up from where you are asking me what happened to the citizen movement? what I do generally now is I don't make events, you know, which I used to do pre-pandemic. See, I'm very conscious of the fact that you can't allow for cleaning Mother Nature or whatever. You don't allow people to get infected. The balance must have to be. So the balance which I've drawn is I still go out with my volunteers. We maintain social distance. We wear masks. We clean. But at the same time no public invite as of now. Maybe in February once the vaccine is out and we get the jab on everybody gets a jab maybe uh, we'll start with it back again on a public platform but as of now all activities go on and especially the activity which is not only clean up the circular economy but we train people up because during COVID uh, Rishike, this whole problem is people you see like I had to undergo myself you bought a lot of stuff in plastic because you had no option the movement of the goods was a problem reaching out to people you know basic necessities of life was a problem so those steps uh, will have to now be incorporated to lifestyle and hence I start with this in uh, June, July itself. And as of now, it's going on very well. Hopefully, I'm going to put a video out uh, today itself, uh, maybe, in a day to what we did in these five months. It's just amazing, you know. From a household of uh, 3,500 household, that's around 25,000 people, in, especially in the human ocean conflict zone near Varsova, uh, Sagarputir, and uh, a fisherman's colony. And we plucked out 20 truckloads of uh, what you call plastic, what we I call pre litter So you don't allow it to go into the garbage. You train them to handle it. Of course, the intangibles are there where you reduce the plastic usage itself. And uh, this is what we did uh, in the post-pandemic. So, it was very exciting. 15 volunteers imagine working. And thanks to Adidas, who was backing up. So, Adidas came on board. M- municipal Corporation of Greater Bombay, a lot of people, you know, tend to attack and criticize government bodies. I'm not one for it. The problem is huge. We must hold hands with each other and do it. So, this collaboration worked fantastically post-pandemic, at least on the circular economic part.
0: Wonderful. Now, much has been said about the Varsova beach cleanup. Videos have been made, awards have been given, and all mm-hmm. completely justified. Post that, that spurred you on to do the Dhanapani beach cleanup and also most importantly go along the course of the methi river and try and educate people and start cleaning up you know that area and involve the coastal communities let's talk a little bit about methi and danapani now please
1: see i'll tell you in bombay we have 19 beaches okay now a lot of people ask me what is beach cleanup i tell them that beach cleanup is not about clean beaches a lot of people get it wrong they think beach cleaning means you will have a clean beach see beach cleanup is a very great preventive steps uh, for not allowing plastic to go into the deep sea. Once it goes in the uh, bottom of the ocean or in the deep down, you can't retrieve it. You must have read about, you know, all of us have read plastic island, ocean gyres, you know, which are big island. They don't know how to plastic island in deep ocean, how to retrieve it. So beach cleanup is a preventive step. Having said that, 19 beaches in Mumbai, what do you do? So a lot of people, you know, I took up dana Pani cleanup. The idea was to learn while doing There's a good English phrase, you learn while doing So my job was not only to get citizens with college kids, school kids, everybody saying that, look, you bought that plastic at your home, it's creating some kind of issue in the environment. Like uh, you go on a beach cleanup, you find milk pouches, You find uh, chocolate wrappers, you find your uh, regular household. You know, when you shop, you go to D-Mart or any kind of shopping mall you go, you just pick up plastic. And after picking up, you don't know what to do. So sometimes, especially people living in a human ocean conflict zone, it lands into your beaches and ocean. So uh, that is one aspect. That's why you do at Dhanapani. So people from North Mumbai can join in. Varsuva, of course, going on. And then River Meethi. See, River Meethi for us, Mumbai, it's a lifeline. It's an 18-kilometer river. And I must tell you, my childhood memories, (laughs) Rishi, My father used to take me to that lake called Yar Lake and Pawai Lake. You see, Mithi forms out of that out Like as a child, I used to go and my father used to fish there. So I used to sit, watch. I must be around four or five years. I watched my father fish there and go on the boats there. So that uh, lake had a special attachment to me. And when I started River Mithi, uh, first thing I did as a lawyer was to read the material. What is the problem with this river? I knew what was all. So you see, after government has formed like many, many bodies, right from 1974 till now, till the diluge happened in Mumbai. Only three things came out of this report, solid waste, liquid waste and mindset. (laughs) <laughs> so these are the three problems. Now solid waste, what do you do? You clean the river first and train people not to create more solid waste. So the, I started at the mouth of river Mithi, which is, I have done almost like 1.5 kilometer now. So 1.5 kilometer remains clean and then we pick up plastic from there. Of course, now post-pandemic, I'm going to expand it further. So it will go right up to 18 kilometer. It may take four, five years to do it. We are already late by one year. You know, because the pandemic. We lost almost nine months. Otherwise, we would have moved ahead. So training up people is very crucial. And let me tell you, uh, you know a lot of people blame saying oh my god citizens throw garbage they're throwing in river mithi they're not carrying out. let me tell you everybody wants a clean river everybody wants a clean ocean everybody wants their forest to be clean it's only the trigger point how do you do it so my job is like to provoke and trigger it and then let the locals react so we used that river mithi uh, you know a temple as a base a mosque and a temple was a base for us so we volunteers would c- collect there we would share stories over food with them uh, you know, the Bora community works very hard with me. Yes. So, we would get their thals out, eat in one big thal, all of us, talk about why this problem. And I remember hearing stories from them. They always, you know, older people near living River Miti, they said, we used to go and swim in River Mithi. That was the day, 40 years back, which was a clean river. So, what we did was trying to connect people to the river. That's the thing. You know, I use this word frequently a sense of belonging. We have lost a sense of belonging. So, if you think that this river Miti must be cleaned by BMC and Maharashtra government, then good Lord, of had it but if you think this river also belongs to me they also must do it and i must also do it that's where the journey lies you know it's always about that journey
0: god bless your childhood and your father because even versova beach the cleanup started because you remember swimming there in your childhood and you now (laughs) talked about you know sitting by the river swimming in there watching your dad fish because it has to be personal you're absolutely right and another myth is that the poor don't care because they are more involved in rosy roti have you gone to any of those hut or slums next to the river and told them don't throw your garbage into this river and has anybody turned around and said Khane ko hai, am, aap ye sab bol rahe? has that ever happened I don't no, know no, they no. think it is a myth of, isn't it
1: yeah my experience of six years have been very interesting I have not encountered it see a lot of people have this habit of changing goalposts so sometimes you blame the rich sometimes you blame the poor sometimes you blame the middle class I always believe the problem lies in human mindset whatever erupts is what you decide in today if I decide I'm going to be perfectly normal i'll take care of mother nature i'll take care of my country you'll do that so in the slums you see i basically mumbai if you see 60 percent live in these slums which i call human ocean conflict zone or human animal conflict zone now if you go there if you ask them do you really want the river to be unclean you say no do you want your area to be unclean no it's only you see somebody has to trigger and tell them that we can all by collaboration and love along with the mcgm the Maharashtra government the citizens after all we live in a democracy we vote we pay our taxes so might as well take this one step forward of performing our duty and obligation to our mother nature and to our country. That is the sad part, Rishike, which has missed uh, out in this country. The whole, you know, being a lawyer, the jurisprudence is that I want my share from my country, which we lawyers call fundamental rights. Oh, my rights is violated. Please give me my rights. Of course, you must do that. Being a citizen of this country, you have rights. But then at the same time, you have some duties to perform towards this country. There are some duties which must be performed to mother nature. Can you say now, oh, I'll leave everything to the government I voted the Prime Minister and the Chief Minister, I'll pay my taxes and I'll leave it. can't be, it can't be. And mind you, plastic pollution or pollution of Mother Nature or these global warming, these are all at times many times out of 10 nine times a local issue like now who's throwing the garbage the people out there okay the plastic goes from there you ask them why are you throwing it they say nobody has told us what to do about it then you ask them can you collaborate can we work with love holding hands they say yes love is a universal language <laughs> so people love you know the, the Indians love sharing bonding over food talking about life so that's exactly what I did so it was like a, every week when we went it was like a great technique there where we were bonding sitting and sitting the mandir having food going door to door training them up like i'll give a very small example milk pouches milk pouches is perfectly recyclable material but a lot of it you find on the beaches in the river so i had to just tell them can you wash it? because if the plastic is dirty it cannot be recycled and then we would give them the option saying that oh biscuit packets you get can we buy biscuits from local bakery <laughs> you take your own dubba you know which we do it and they loved it they had so many local bakeries but somehow that convenience got you go there and you just pick up that five rupee packet or ten rupee packet so you tell them, can we go to a bakery they make, freshly baked. take your own utensil. And those are mindset change, habit changing habits which will stay for longer. And that's how this journey started with love at River Mitty. So I am dead against blaming anybody that the rich, poor, middle class. It lies in a mindset, let's correct our mindset. It could be rich bashing sometime, it could be poor bashing and it could be middle income group bashing. So that's not a correct way.
0: Are you going to stick to this cause? I'll ask you why. I know you will stick to this cause, but will you also expand your ambit tomorrow for helping the nation uh, get vaccinated or some other cause. Because when people become popular with one cause, social activists like yourself, then the people in power, the administration call upon them for numerous other activities. You can choose to say yes or no. The actor Atul Kulkarni, for example, he's got a great civic sense you know, of social activism. And he says, I'm involved in one thing, which is education in my village, Vada. I'm pumping effort, everything into that community. Yes. Me and my wife even help in the teaching. Yes. I can't involve in myself more and more than that. Is Afro saying he's going to take on more causes in the future, or are you just going to be completely fixated on this this one? Because this itself takes Let up a life. Let me lifetime.
1: tell you, there are two English words which I must use: positivity of time and application of mind. These are two closely interconnected phases. Sometimes when you work very hard, you are short on time, and when you apply your mind you're short on time You know, as a lawyer, we experience this. So for me, this is a huge problem. And let me tell you, plastic pollution and circular economy itself is what is engulfing this world. The production of plastic, the designing and packaging of plastic. Then what I call pre-litter, litter, litter, post-litter. Pre-litter, what do you do with your packaging? How do you design it? Then that litter, when you get it in your hand and post-litter, when you have dumped it into Mother Nature or in your dustbins or wherever. So it itself is a huge thing. I mean, it covers all areas. So for me, that's the journey (laughs) here. I'll continue doing that. And you see the other uh, environment problem, like for example, take for example uh, global warming. You see plastic burning is burning. You must have heard of in North India, stubble burning. Now in Mumbai, what I experienced, this is very closely related. People burn plastic to cook food. Can you believe in slums? Slums, they are burning plastic. And so at Sanjay Gandhi National Park, where we work with 43 villages and the forest department to make them zero garbage. So uh, they are uh, burning fuel. So one of our job is to tell them not to burn and to recycle it. First of all, don't get it. And if you get it, just recycle it. So, all these uh, problems which are connected with mother nature are closely connected at that. How we produce, how we consume, and how we use it eventually. And how we, do you handle it at pre litter stage, litter stage, and post litter So, uh, this will consume my lifetime. And I, I, let me tell you, I'm not hallucinating this is going to be solved in our <laughs> lifetime. This will continue. The only positive aspect is we have begun the journey. And one of the things which I constantly work is to create leaders. You see, Rishikir, we have too many followers in this country. So you stand up, 10,000 people want to come here. Each one has to become a leader. And these young people, especially at school colleges, if they take this leadership role, we should have millions of Afroses throughout India standing up wherever they are and taking up this call. That's the journey. That's how you must look at it in the future
0: one of the most poignant and yet most beautiful images is seeing those olive turtles hatch and breed. And you must have got goosebumps just <laughs> standing on that beach because in a lot of ways you fathered that. I mean, Mother <laughs> Nature did. Mother Nature did, but you just gave it a gentle nudge.
1: Yeah. No, that day I was crying actually, a lot of goosebumps. And I was sitting on the beach and crying. And when I saw those turtle hatchling come out and within a minute or two, they were into the deep ocean, you know. <laughs> the turtle comes two months before and she is there the mother the turtle and so it was a great, great feeling to see that versoa which was and mind you, when we started cleaning, I still remember the day I came to talk, give will tell to you, the first time in my life I went that day was a World Environment Day and I still remember at the beach we had what we call huge garbage bound uh, up, which is called chamber at the beach. Now one chamber is like half a feet so what it does is, even if the turtle wants to come, it can't climb over the uh, chamber to go and lay the eggs. So when it sees garbage, it wants to run away So uh, because of the blockage, not because of garbage per se because of the height of the garbage so uh, i remember the day you called up that was the and then turtles appeared at the same very spot we were cleaning so it, it was a great feeling and uh, you know i i actually cried there. i cried a lot of my volunteers also did they were highly emotional of what they saw there i don't think so we could ever imagine that t- turtles would lay in a and uh, hopefully we should have more now coming there <laughs>
0: Human beings have this habit of justifying everything to themselves. We see these videos about how fishes in the sea consume microplastics. You also have educational videos where the fishes are opened and you can see the plastic, the chunks inside. But then, you know, they will say, oh, but when I consume that fish, the microplastics will not go into my system because it's well cooked. I want you to bust that myth.
1: <laughs> microplastic don't evaporate with cooking. I wish it could at 200 degrees Also, it won't melt. But uh, one of the interesting uh, findings is which was reported in Guardian newspaper just, I think, a month back. The placenta, human placenta, had microplastic. Imagine. Wow. We'll get cyborg instead of getting a human being. Imagine if human species will get altered genetically. See, there is a lot of research to be done in this field. There are not much evidence coming forward uh, except telling that the fish's gut have plastic. Except Except telling us that the placenta has plastic. Now, the, hopefully, the, if the scientists are listening. People who work on research they'll have to take up this fact that what happens if the pl- if the plastic has entered the placenta. What happens the, what when you eat fish with plastic? Like tires, take for example. You tires moving on the road they give out so much microplastic. It's not only one source; it's multiple source. Now, can you design a tire which will not give out microplastic? You know, a lot of people take plastic and put in the roads. I am dead against it because you see, the moment you put in the road and high speed things moves, it gives out. Microplastic. So, you try to solve one problem, another erupts. Uh, and this is because of our lifestyle and our choices. which So, uh, having said that, we'll have to go a little further in our research of what these plastic will affect. Definitely, if you eat plastic, you're not going to be healthy as you were without eating plastic. You know, the plastic may enter your gut, stain your stomach, enter some organ. And of course, microplastic in the air when the tire moves does enter your lung. And especially when you have these zoonotic diseases, their lungs are under attack. The first attack, which a COVID 19 does is to your the lung, the microplastics staying in your lung uh, can't make it much more easier than what it was. So these are the facts about microplastic. Now, you know, one of the studies said, you know, in BBC, it was reported it has gone to Mariana Trench. Imagine the deepest part in the planet to find plastic and imagine those microorganisms who balance the ocean. When I use the word balance, Rishikesh, it means that the amount of oxygen which the ocean gives us, the carbon sequester which is doing that, will all under attack because the ecosystem is going to get. So it's a doomsday scenario. I hope it's not doomsday, and we take steps. And what do we have to do, Rishikesh, at home, just handle things properly. It's so damn easy. I don't know why don't we get it that we should not be getting packaging. Go buy your own food stuff without packaging, and we did it, Rishikesh. In good old days, my mother, my grandmother, we all did it. So that's all about plankton. Hopefully, it doesn't turn into a doomsday scenario and we do what we have to do. But we all must learn to take baby steps at home. You know, I don't want to sound patronizing and preaching, but these are things not for myself or yourself, but it's for Mother Nature. You know, the child of a turtle, the child of a whale, the child of a shark must get an equal chance as a child of a human being to survive on this planet. You cannot snatch their life just because you feel of having a coffee with a disposable mug. You cannot snatch their chance because you feel I shouldn't should eat a plastic, I should a drink coffee from a plastic straw you cannot snatch the chance because you feel that, that I will get my vegetables in plastic bag which I am going to dump in Yes. you cannot steal the chance because I like a particular biscuit and hence the packaging comes in that and I'm sure these rights of the other species and your rights must be delicately balanced you cannot make this planet your all your own the humans have this as you said rightly Shikis. this is my planet there is no planet B this is not only your planet there are hundreds and millions of species which exist which have equal right to be left alone to live peacefully and by our habits, we are snatching, we are snatching. That's
0: very, very beautifully put and very rationally put. At the end of the day, coming back to a beach cleaner, we need two hands to clean the beach. But other than that, I've seen that, you know, you have now support. There's machinery. I believe there's a tractor which loosens the soil and then you have a couple of pickup trucks. So yeah. talk about how the larger movement has now gathered some machinery.
1: Let me tell you, you know, initially when I, we learned as we kept on doing, we were not beach cleaners by profession. So when we went the first time, I still remember, we used to pluck the plastic out and to pluck it out from the sand, it was so difficult. Our hands used to pay if you rewind to the story when you did with 2016, I would have been a no wise to explain to you what beach cleaning was because I had done it only for one year. But then when we started doing, we realized we need machinery and the first one to come to our help was Amita Bachchan, okay? I must give credit to, he's not only a superstar, he's a superhero for me because he said after, uh, since you are finding so much difficulty he gifted us two machines one jungle excavator escort was gracious enough and then one uh, tractor from escort so we got that gift I was so excited to <laughs> machine and of course in the meanwhile BMC ramped up the uh, tender the tender had only eight workers now how eight workers will clean so now it's a huge tender which is on then the third is uh, Reliance Industry septin uh, with Bobcat you see we were researching for good machinery which will clean the beach and which will leave the sand on the beach and take the plastics. So Reliance Industries sponsored beach clean. So I'm the only person, I think, in Mumbai, Rishite, who owns a car, who owns these excavators, tractors and a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so I have three boats Rishike, which clean the ocean. I have done it as a model, highly successful with Adidas. So maybe you will see in due course, Mumbai should have around 100-200 boats all around cleaning the ocean. Small boats without power, you just scrape the plastic from top and send it to the recycling center. So excavator, three tractors and then a Norwegian, surprisingly Norwegian Ministry of Foreign Affairs butted into, you know, uh, these a lot of these uh, European, Nordic countries especially are very conscious of the fact of what's happening in the ocean. The Council. Just general here then uh, Anne and uh, Tor uh, Peter and now Council General Arna so they also came up and we run this now with three tractors one excavator three boats <laughs> one tempo for collecting the plastic <laughs> so I own an excavator I own a tractor I own a boat and I own a car <laughs>
0: but all for the public good all for the public good all, uh, all
1: for mother nature and for our country Yeah, right. and
0: you know my idols which is Roger Federer Rahul Dravid they all say the same thing they say let the success and let the warmth let the attention not deter you from your goals you know Mr. Amitabh Bachchan feels warm for you Eric Solheim yes. personally I mean that this can't happen on a professional basis he feels that warmth for you yes. which is why he tweets out puts messages on social media royalty has come to Versova Beach whether it's Norwegian or Swedish Swedish and of king course, was, yeah, Swedish was, king yes and Queen
1: cleaned. you know They're when they clean. came I was quite surprised uh, when they wore the gloves there I was looking at them <laughs> you don't see royals at the Mumbai beach.
0: Beach <laughs> and you know you, you have young leaders like Aditya takre and you've had the older Brigade like Fadnavis also coming in but you have not deterred yourself from your goal you know you haven't let all this attention your focus is very very straight which but is what I love
1: let me really add to it uh, you see uh, we are citizens we vote in a democracy when we don't like a party we want to it that's beside the point but now I'm wearing a dual hat I'm wearing a hat of not somebody who's going to vote somebody there I'm wearing a hat of performing a duty of protecting mother nature that's my hat at the time at the beach In the slums. So when you see, when Devendra Fadnavis came for cleanup, he was. He helped a lot. He did what he had to do. Now, Aditya Thakre, look at him, a young leader. I'm a big fan of his. He's my hero, actually. There's not many 28-year-old react to environment as he does. <laughs> so we spend a lot of time together understanding what Mother Nature is. And hopefully, you know, with the, the Environment Ministry, with him, you, you'll see him work very hard and hopefully Maharashtra at least will change. And at the center also, you see, Hardeep Singh Puri, these ministers are very conscious of environment. They want to, he's the Swajh Bharat head. So we keep on exchanging ideas. You see, we are such a big country, we are 1.5 billion. It's not a joke to solve problems overnight. Yes, these politicians do ask vote in that name. They say that we'll do a magic wand. And look at Narendra Modi also, the prime minister. You, you may like him, you may dislike him. I'm not into that. But I as far as mother nature goes, he does some of the things which are appreciable. Like, you know, one day he actually uh, from the hotel room went out cleaning the beach. <laughs> I was quite surprised. And these are the people, uh, you see, if you hold hand with the system, then it works. If you keep on complaining and criticizing it can go on till cows come home, you know. It's like arguing against money, you know. You don't argue against money. So you don't argue against the system, but hold them. Vote them out if you don't like after five years. Please, for God's sake, you don't like somebody performing. Please vote them out. But in that five years, once you've elected them and if they have a majority, you must make sure all of us that mother nature is protected. And dehors the political party. You see, the BJP came and clean with me, the I came, Congress came. All are welcome. We are citizens. We must hug each other on Mother Nature. I see no reason to hold uh, anything against them.
0: I love that spirit. Now, on a lighter note, much has been, I've been following your career closely, much has been said about you going to the UN, receiving Man of the Year, Indian of the Year. But I was quite impressed by your performance in Russia, in Sochi, a couple of years ago, where you took the mic along with a beautiful lady who was singing and you were talking about the environment and a spectacular performance. You must have enjoyed that on a lighter note.
1: (laughs) That was World Youth Game, 40,000 youngsters from all over the globe. And I didn't know, Rishika, when they contacted me to come there. I thought it's you know, it's a gathering of three, 400 people and because they were conversing with in uh, Russian, you know, that that is a barrier. I was in English and so I said, okay, I'm coming. So that trip, I was speaking at EU, a European Union Conference in Malta and then I went there. So when I, actually, when they took me to the stadium, I was shocked. I said, am I supposed to speak to You They said yes. And uh, Tiona Dolnikov was there. She She's a great uh, singer from Russia. So we did a do it together. I talked about Mother Nature. She was singing about Mother Nature. And we talked about plastic pollution, circular economy to change and a lot of youngsters uh, in that 40,000 took a pledge that we'll change our lives see one is you do an event you know oh great people will pat you what an event what an event and one is to do it consistently every day because these are habit-changing exercises, and this is not about taking a mic and saying that, wow, wow, wow. We can all go on like this. I mean, I'm not criticizing that don't hold the events, please do if you feel like. But there must be a backup of 360 five Hence, this movement of mine is precisely that. So when I spoke at Sochi, I spoke my experience out, telling them, please step out and do it. So it was a great experience at Sochi uh, to speak. And surprisingly, somebody there was an Indian delegation there, the Indian youth, and they got the Indian flag to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. on the stage I did hold the Indian flag there and it was a very proud moment to see that my god Indians are there as well but hopefully you know Rishike as a country you must change this uh, yeah. uh, language of hate It's too much of hate in this country too much of criticism you know we talk a lot we do less and we must change this and do more and talk less and whenever we talk uh, be measured you know every right every existence must be respected, whether it's of human being or other species
0: let's end with our theme which is young India power India to me you represent that what is of special importance to me is you going to schools and you were doing that before the pandemic you know yes. very regularly there are two kinds of children one who will pull up their parents for littering and using plastic and saying "Mummy, <laughs> papa don't do this and there are other sorts of children who will just blindly follow their parents you obviously targeting change in the youth trying to make them not only reform themselves but tell their parents off yeah. all the mistakes that we as a generation make our children should not make yes. so your modus of your focus on reaching out to children speaking to schools and young india powerful india
1: let me explain to you young india powerful india it's a great phrase too but what i do is under this thing what i do is i every week i step out twice this was pre-pandemic now schools are closed you can't do that so two days of the week i will go out for two hours in the morning or whichever time is convenient. I mark myself. I go to schools, colleges and not only really speak to them. One is speaking to them, telling them, oh, this must be done, this must be done and this must be done for Mother Nature and for Canada. But I prepare a roaster system. You see what I do in every school where I've gone or every college, we have a roaster system where every week between 50 to 100 students have to come either at the beach or the mangrove cleanup or river meeting. So what I use the word learning while doing, one is to tell them there's a problem and then tell about what is the solution. Now we are selling the go solve it right now. <laughs> Now you're not going to talk about it. go do it, do it. And what they do is they come there. So I have around 85-90 schools I've covered totally. Wow. Yeah, yeah. In Mumbai, my goal is to reach to everyone and then get them at a beach or a mangrove cleanup or a river meety cleanup or in the slums. You see, to interact. One of the things with the, especially middle class, middle class Mumbai miss out or upper upper strata Mumbai miss out, to find out what happens in the slum. There are a lot of problems and issues which happen in the slum, which plague us. And not because they are doing it, because we have chose to ignore them. We have made a choice to ignore them. This city ignores the poor of this country. And I saw this during pandemic, Rishike. I speak with complete authority because I was at the field down between Thana and Nasik. Millions of migrant workers. Where were we? Mumbai cars. It pained me. You know, I was there with five cars with loaded with stuff from morning. So that is one aspect in Mumbai. We should take up what happens in the slum because what happens in the slum is a very densely populated. It affects our health. It affects our environment. It affects how the city functions. So the more you interact with them, the more you meet them, the, the, the easier bridge building happens on Mother Nature. So that is one area. So these school kids are from middle class or upper strata. There are a lot of international schools. So I take them saying that, can you understand what happens between 10 by 10 house, six people are saying and they have to get a meeting they have to get a meal. So most of them are your house help. Some of them are your drivers. So that's the lifestyle. And how do you make those changes? like at house, when you get a house help, how many owners of the house really talk to them about what mother nature is? So we are interested in they getting their job done in two, three hours and running away. What does she do or he do there? What kind of plastic? What kind of pollution? Do they burn this plastic? Is it causing? And then you say that, oh my God, Mumbai is smoggy. The smog happens because there are things happening in the city. And this can be built up when you build a bridge. So all these young kids are College kids, I take them. A lot of citizens also join them. So it's a great experience. Actually, they love it when you they go there and they come up with different stories. You know, so we give one of the activities we do is for this young India, powerful India. Give them some activity to do it. So, for example, I'll make an eight-year-old girl as a habit to how to buy without uh, packaging biscuits, <laughs> and then take back after one month, saying that have you done it? So she'll say she went to the bakery. So some people have choices with their biscuits. I said, did you locate which is the nearest one? And they do, and then you get it and you get it without what you call packaging <laughs> and i mind you these uh, young people between the age of 18 8 and 22 they're leaders by themselves you know we underestimate them actually <laughs> as you rightly said some people tell their parents don't litter but now some people are saying not only litter don't get plastic in the home how do you nice. reduce plastic like i'll tell you one of my interns i must share with you his name is Faisal. he's 18 year old who's studying management at tulani college so one of my job was to, in the pandemic, he was with me, working with me hard, you know, to supply food to the migrant workers and this and that. So to how to make his household zero garbage? You believe know, yesterday he came back to me and his whole house is zero garbage. So he bought his rice, he bought his dal, he bought his everything without plastic. <laughs> he took his own dabba, made sure everything was bought. So that kind of leadership role you're looking at, then you make leaders who are at the ground, who perform rather than talk
0: beautifully put uh, what a way to end thank you for being on our republic day special happy republic day again to you i wish for you great health for you and your family great health and happiness thank you afrosha ha- happy republic day Rishi, to you great
1: to be here with you